0: This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home, and I feel like I'm never going to get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth For no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara.
1: Hello, good morning. It's Pat Mascara. I'm Jess.
0: I'm Jen. That's right. It's the morning. You know how we love recording in the morning. This is a morning
1: session. It's a wild week, so we're scooching in a little a.m. recording time. What are we going to talk about today? A little bit of a, an update on what's going on, um, at least with me. Um, we're going to talk about Pat McGrath's new collection. Yes, we got a bonus from PM. Then we're going to talk about sugaring. What is it exactly? I did it, and I'm going to let you know. We're going to talk about nighttime skincare. Does it actually matter? And finally, our guest, the glamorous Rachel Goodwin, Nara's makeup artist. She's reporting back from last night.
0: I don't even have to say anything. That oh, was amazing. Sorry. The intro is done. Let's get into it. Oh, shit. Sorry. Jess, I love this. It's like morning energy. I barely have to be on the show.
1: Barely have to be on the show, (laughs) but listen, we got got to rock and roll because I got to get to work. Oh, to your new job? Yes. I no longer make my own schedule. What's going on? Tell the listeners. Tell the world. So I am now... At the Hearst Luxury Beauty Hub. This woman
0: is the beauty director at Harper's Bazaar. <laughs> also contributing to many other magazines, as we all do.
1: Yes. Not well, not, not quite yet. We're we're getting rockin' and rollin' on Harper's Bazaar. Can you just tell me? Because I know
0: you've loved this magazine forever, <gasps> and this is like a live and die, right? Like iconic
1: photography, like beauty images that just stick with you, right? Are you super excited? Arresting. So I, um, to make a long story short, I really have felt that Harper's Bazaar has been like my grad school. So when I was a senior in college, I squished 18 credits, I think that's a lot. I mean, it feels like a lot. I remember supposed to take like 15, Mm -hmm. and I took 18, because I took my time in college. (laughs) Um, I took 18 credits and I smushed them into three days, or two days. 2 days a week on my senior year. Yeah. And then 3 days a week I would go to Harper's Bazaar. You were an intern at Harper's Bazaar? Yeah, didn't we talk about this? I
0: thought you were an L for some reason. No,
1: no, no. Okay, and who were you interning for? Carrie Diamond.
0: That's where you worked for Carrie Diamond. It's yes. like you have come full circle. It is
1: a full circle Does Carrie experience. know you're here now? Of course she does. Oh my God, I love this story. She did such a wonderful Instagram post too. I love you, Carrie. Um, Wait, so you went from the freaking intern at Rutgers, tre- trekking in on the train every- Three days a week my senior year. Like not
0: fancy at all. Like that is the like. Well, it,
1: well, I mean, it was fancy for a senior in college. But I mean, yeah. like
0: you getting there, it's like, oh my God, can girl from New Jersey get her ass into Harper's Bazaar?
1: And now you're the freaking yes. beauty director. So I would, you know, and it was so funny. My apart- children follow your dreams. <laughs> my apartment at school was right by the train station, so I'd like get up. All my dorm mates would be like sleeping. My yeah. apartment mates, and I would like put on my little, you know. My little like Harper's Bazaar outfit, Uh go while they were like, you know, trashed with the solo cups. (laughs) And I'd be like, bye guys. And then I'd come home like a little, you know, Melanie Griffith working woman. And then the next day, do it again and then do it again. I remember I had it on Fridays. And then like my friends and I, Gabrielle, who you know, she also works at Hearst. Yeah. We would like come home because she was working at Mary Claire. Oh my gosh. And we would come home and then like talk about what we're gonna do that night. But then the next weekend we do we, we do it all over again. So it's really nice, a full circle experience. So Five years later, you're the director. Fifteen. <laughs> um but it's it's a really beautiful experience. I feel very happy, feel very lucky, feel very and the other the exciting thing is that
0: we now work on the same floor in the hub, two rows away from each other in our little cubicles. Mm-hmm. So we get to talk about the beauty gossip every single day. Don't worry, we're not gonna drop a daily
1: podcast on you. But just this week, just to give an example, we were talking oh. about what? Pat McGrath. So, yeah, so this, I was, you know, munching on my lunch, and I saw this on Women's Wear Daily. Pat McGrath has a new collection of Met Gala-inspired cosmetics, and I was like, blinky, blinky, did I see this right? At first, I thought... I mean I'm just going to be honest with you. I okay. love you Pat, but I thought is nothing sacred makeup at the Met like shock horror is this really uh, have we gone too far? But then I thought I mean they're getting people
0: excited about the Met, about art and about museums and these institutions that are hurting
1: for money. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like okay, if the op- I don't know if the Met is hurting for money, I actually don't know what their like, you know, ledger looks like, but like <laughs> I did like the idea that people were excited about the Met and I mean that's what Anna did with the whole costume institute. Yeah,
0: but then it's like, okay, there's a famous artist who has passed on, and are we gonna use them for like a posthumous collab with NYX Cosmetics? Like well, where where do you stop? And yeah. I and What does give me a little bit of happiness about this whole thing, because the products are gorgeous, I reached out to the company to see, Mm -hmm. like, oh, well, is some of the money from the proceeds going to go to the museum? Um, And actually, it's sold in the store there, and everything in the store, it says, all purchases support the Met collection and the study conservation and presentation of 5,000 years of art. Now, do I think Pat's giving up 50% of her profits to the art museum? Probably not. But the fact that it's sold there is supporting the institution... So that like is like this is how those places make money in this day and age, right? Yeah. I it's mean, not from ticket
1: sales. No, although they did jack up their their it's expensive. Uh, yeah, to them it's very yeah. expensive. Yeah. Um but you know, I was thinking about the Vuitton collection with Jeff Koons. Yeah. You know, there's like a Rubens bag. There is um, like a Van Gogh bag, I think. I, mean, I know there's a Rubens one. But there was that
0: Monet one, and it just looked like the the weird thing, like the old, the old weird antique museum store. Yeah, yeah,
1: like the the gift shop kind of thing. But like I was Vuitton, so like you know, it's it's not quite quite the same. But the, I had mixed feelings about that stuff too. But I was like, you know what? It is cool that it's making art cool for a certain customer. Yeah. You know, so I I love it. It it is kind of like a. I don't want to say a head-scratcher, but it is, it makes you think. And Mm -hmm. I guess good art is supposed to make you think. (laughs) I don't know. But, you know, I kind of have to hand it to Pat to at least getting in on it in the same way that Vogue did. Yeah. Artistic appropriation, in this case for me, is okay. It's a good thing. Jen, you know what doesn't get enough play in the beauty world? I'm so scared what this answer is. (laughs) What? Sugaring. Oh, like hair removal? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Why not? And yeah, what is sugaring for people who don't know?
1: I remember like hearing about it when I was a baby beauty editor. And yeah. I remember like seeing someone's arm get sugared and being like, Ugh, that looks painful. Yeah. Then I never heard about it again. It was like we jumped from sugaring to like IPL to like you yeah. know. But sugaring is just like waxing more or less with a sugar-based wax, right? Or is it different? No, that's basically it. But okay. like, did you ever see, like, sugaring on the menu of any, like, major place? No, but I've seen people say, oh, this is a sugar wax and then in your head
0: you're like, hmm, must be more gentle. But, like, I'm like, it's still sticky. Have you gotten sugared? I got sugared, babe. You got sugared? I got
1: sugared. How 90s of you. <laughs> it's very 90s, right? How did it go? It's very like Britney Spears, yeah. right? Um, so, I went to the place called Shoba. Remember? You know, oh, it's a, yeah. yeah sure. it's, it's, it's a chain. They we'll do threading a, as well. Yeah, they do a lot of threading. I went in there. It was like everyone was getting threaded. But uh, I went into the back room and I actually didn't realize this was like right before my wedding. So I didn't know what my name was. I was just like, need hair removal. And they're like, so the, we're going to eat Do you want sugaring or do you want regular wax? And I said, what's sugaring? Wait, what body part? I'm a lady. I, I don't want to... Uh, okay, bikini line. Fine. Okay. <laughs> it's a beauty podcast. You <laughs> need details. Okay, continue. Uh, I wasn't going to go in like Chewbacca to like my honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I said, what's the difference? You know, And I felt like such a lay person. But the woman told me that sugaring is basically, it's a form of hair removal that resembles waxing. But it's just gentler on the skin. And it uses only sugar lemon juice, water, and glycerin. This isn't that, like, hard plasticky wax that, like, shrinks on your, like, vagina. (laughs) Like like a little hat, and then they, like, rip it off. That's not what happens in waxing, people. Don't be scared. No, you know that hard wax that all of a sudden you look down and... And and, like ready? Uh, <laughs> and you have like a like a
0: loin cod? What are they called? A cod cloth. piece. A cod piece or a so loin like cloth. blue
1: plastic. And it's too late. It's too late. And it's like, all coming <laughs> off. There is no way around it. <laughs> so how did the sugaring go? Little by little, this like, you know, it's like a sticky substance, but it's much like lighter. It's less the word you used the other day was viscous. Yeah, it's yeah. like less thick and horrible. It's and a runnier kind it's of like. Much yeah. runnier. Um and they It hurts less because it, it pulls did. less on the skin. I sw- oh, because it's really only shrinking onto the hair, like strapping yes. the hair and then pulling
0: instead of like the top layer of skin cells too, probably.
1: Uh, probably. I didn't yeah. make that connection, yeah. but it's less like... Look- yeah. You know? And they used, maybe this is just Shoba, but they didn't use like muslin cloths. So they use these really thick denim cloths. So they actually use like denim. It would not look like Levi's or anything, but it was just. Probably
0: because that sugar sticks to it so well, then they're just like good to go.
1: Oh, it was great. They said the weight of the denim cloth they use actually removes the sugaring gel, like, better, and it reduces some of the pain.
0: Did you find less irritation than you did with regular wax? So much less really? after. Mm-hmm. Maybe also the reason for that is there's fewer ingredients that you might be allergic to, because, mm-hmm. of course, you're getting irritated because you're pulling the hair out. But say it was a wax that had, besides glycerin, which is just, like, a gentle moisturizer, but also had, like, artificial color and fragrance in it and maybe some, you know... Sticky polymer. All those things are things you could be allergic to, right? You mean that bright purple codpiece <laughs> might it.
1: have artificial
0: color, right, whereas this is just like sugar, lemon, glycerin, like some simple, simple ingredients. Completely.
1: So I found it so much less irritating. And then you know, ever, you ever like come home from a wax, and then like everything like from your underwear sticking onto your area. I mean, I've
0: been lasered for 10 years now, so no, but back in the day, I know what you're talking yeah, about. So yeah, so it's
1: like like fur. And like, maybe
0: even a little piece of teepee. Who knows what's going on? <laughs> God forbid you have to pee after the wax. There's like Santa Claus between your legs. G-
1: gum wrappers. Cat fur. <laughs> Subway detritus. <laughs> Basically, this comes off just with water. Like it's it's right. So it, you warm water
0: would dissolve yeah. the sugar. You know, science people.
1: <laughs> My point is, if you have sensitive skin and you find waxing just the absolute like most painful thing, like I do, I say give the sugar wax a try. Shoba is a, is a quite a large chain, um, at least in this area. So I'm gonna put a link to it. But I'm sure there's some place by you that does it too. So two thumbs up for sugaring. <laughs>
0: I know it's the morning so this is appropriate because we just got a full nights of beauty sleep. Let's talk about beauty sleep for a moment, shall we? Is it Okay, open your eyes. Thank you. <laughs> is it me or have you seen even more lately these products that they're like Besides the sleeping masks and all that, now there's like Dermalogic as a sleep cocoon Mm. that's like a skincare that you put on. It has motion-activated lavender oil. So when you press your face against the pillow, the lavender oil seeps out and gives you a little like sleepy time treat. Or there's other products that are like maximizing cell turnover while you sleep. Do you ever like think about, hmm, does it really matter? Am I really all that different when I'm sleeping?
1: I love sleeping. Yes,
0: I know that. Um, But you wanted to talk about this. How come? What was your
1: thinking? Because I have, like, a whole setup next to my bedside of just, like, sleeping products.
0: And are you... And I I believe. I believe. Okay, because I wanted to look into it and see. A lot of them make these claims, like, this is when your body's doing DNA repair, so you need to maximize that with XYZ ingredient. So... I talked to, well, I emailed Dr. Pervisha Patel. Mm-hmm. She's a dermatologist. She makes a line Visha Skin Care, which I love their body scrub. But mm. anyway, she said, here are two good reasons why you definitely want to be putting on your active stuff at night. One. Oh,
1: good. Okay, so there it's true. Are,
0: there is some logic behind this.
1: Yeah.
0: One, your face is clean. So obviously, okay. actually, there's more than two reasons. Two, your body temperature increases slightly, so absorption of products is better. So you're a little bit okay. warmer. Okay. That makes sense, right? I love blood that. Flowing. Um, three, it's the, she was saying it's the longest period of time that something can stay on your skin without being disrupted. Say you put on retinol or something like that. You went out in the sun, UV degrades certain ingredients. So that all makes sense. Is it that it like, is like, this is when your little cells are doing their special job and they need TK ingredient exactly now to get it done? No,
1: but it is the best time to maximize a treatment. So it's more that they're in chill mode. It's less that like, they're doing something spectacular.
0: Yeah, she did say it's also the regenerative period for your skin and your body. So it's it's the time that your skin is sort of repairing itself from the day's damage. And she said some of the ingredients that, like, could sort of be good for that reason are retinol, vitamin E, vitamin C, ferulic acid, and skin lighteners Mm -hmm. are especially good to be putting on at night. Mm -hmm. I think the sun is also part of that because those kind of ingredients – like, think about the ferulic acid serums and how, like, the minute you put that on your, like, desktop, the light hits it and it turns oxida- oxidized. These are the ones that you want to keep in your nice little desk drawer near, or your nightstand drawer and put on at night, right? Right,
1: right, So right. what's in your nighttime routine? Tell the people. I really love, I mean, long-time listeners will know I love the Kiehl's Minute Repair Concentrate. Do you put that on first? No, that's the last. Right. I feel like that's the press that on. Yeah. You press that baby on last. What do you put first? Um, Well, I have so many different things. Really? I put on essence. I put on one or two serums. These are at the sink, though. One or two serums. I put on a night cream. And then the last thing is the midnight recovery concentrate. I've been really into the Kiehl's firming mask. It's a nighttime mask? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's good. The hibiscus firming mask. You leave it on while you sleep? Yeah. The, the firming mask. Do you, does it Our get little all... friend Garrett Muntz loved that. Does it get all over your pillow, though? No, no. Oh. All right. No, it's very thin. Like, well, it's, it's thick, but when you put it on, it's like thick and rubbery, and then when you spread it on, it's super firming. You're
0: bringing up the last point, which is really important about nighttime skincare. Your skin also dehydrates at night. Mm-hmm. Because of the increase of the temperature, mm-hmm. you know, evaporation is happening better. Yeah. So the occlusive kind of products that you're talking about, the oils, yeah. the sleeping masks, those last steps, mm-hmm. they're important. Because they seal in all that nice active treatment you yeah, just put on yeah. and prevent it from evaporating away. Get your money's worth. Yeah, oils last oils last.
1: Like you know But remember, put the other stuff on before the yes, oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because I'm seeing a lot of serums, just like a PSA here, a lot of serums that are oil texture and people yeah. are putting them on before. Yeah. But put those by your bedside and just pat them in before. That's you go a good to sleep. tip. So you do it the
0: at the bathroom sink, like your active treatments. If yeah. you have a retinol or a skin lighter, vitamin C, vitamin E, all that get in your bed and press on your lovely oil or your
1: sleeping mask. Yeah, because by that time, all your other stuff will have absorbed or like mostly absorbed and then you press in the oils before you go to bed. Lights out. Good night.
0: Hey, everyone. It's Jen and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen and they're all going to be from quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric. And the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X, and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're 39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Fat Mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, Quince.com slash Fat Mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Fat Mascara. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honeylove. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be Honeylove. Here's why. Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus... Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it.
1: Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code Mascara20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code Mascara20. AlloMoves.com code Mascara20.
0: Guys, we're here with Rachel Goodwin, the makeup artist, and she's getting, like, last-minute prep from her publicist in the background. I don't know what you guys are whispering about, but welcome to Fat Mascara. What? What was she telling you? Don't say this.
2: No, she was saying, they might go through your bag. <laughs> I was oh like, my God. horror. The horror She's a podcast listener, then. Yes. The we're not going to do that. that, but just okay. so our
0: listeners know... You've worked with, like, everybody in Hollywood, Emma Stone, Camila Cabello, Zendaya, January Jones, Demi Lovato, You're baller. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to be here, you guys. Is your voice hoarse from last night? A little. I was out late.
1: Out late. <laughs> we're going to get to that. We're going to okay. get to that, yes. why you were out yes. late.
0: That's right. It's uh, Met Gala Week, we're calling it. So on Monday, it was the Met Costume Institute ball at the Mecca. I probably said that wrong. But you do it every year. You always have a client who's going. So what? how was it this year? It was so fun. It
2: was so fun. It was, It's always fun. It's, it's one of the most creative. For a makeup artist who does red carpet work, I think it is the highlight of the year, really, ultimately, just because if you don't work with a musician for the Grammys or some amazing performer where you get to express yourself in that way, more theatrically or editorially, it's like the one night where that's that's okay it's like free dress friday but it's free dress monday <laughs> free dress friday you wear crazy <laughs> my, hat. yeah
0: yeah crazy hat day for for uh, i mean this year it really was. it really
2: was crazy hat day
0: yeah so it is different than like oscars or emmys and for people who don't yeah. know why is that why is this like the fashion insidery event
2: i think ultimately i mean it is because it's fashion i mean we uh, for, fashion is 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 different than, you know, I mean, we wear fashion on the red carpet in, in LA when you're going to an event because it's, you know, there's designers who want their dresses on the red carpet because that translates into greater sales for them all over globally for that, you know, their companies. But I think ultimately the Met ball is about expression. It's about fashion at, in and it's where like the bridge between editorial and red carpet meets. So as an artist, you're bringing all of the skills you would apply to like an editorial in a magazine, a fashion editorial to the red carpet. And so that's a different thing than any mm. other night. I mean, I've always approached it like that because I started in fashion and then ended up in Hollywood. And so that was always sort of the thing that led me Um and I think that there's a lot of people who approach it that way now more than ever. But I think that night it's kind of like everyone gets a get out of jail free card. Like <laughs> nobody's gonna get you know on E just like trounced for wearing too big of a dress. Everybody's like, okay, that was cool, right? Like we all just we all just agreed to just be okay with it. You know? yeah. And I, I'm thank God. Like there's at least one fun. night. Yeah. I mean, yeah. where where women can just express themselves freely, hair, makeup, styling, and not feel afraid to be. Um, just destroyed in the press I think that it's in fact it's celebrated we were just saying like it gets celebrated versus like being like you know there's no Bjork of the night like there's no like <laughs> swan dress that right. you know there's like it's all okay that's it, a good analogy it's kind of yeah, great good example yeah
1: so who did you do last night and I'm a stone <laughs> I'm a stone how did that how did that come about what was the look like The look was really um, actually kind of simple in
2: the sense that comparatively to a lot of the other dresses. I mean, she was there with Louis Vuitton, which is a brand new relationship for her in the last six months. And she's become the face of their brand. And so... It was um, handmade by Nicola, this beautiful dress. And they sort of did this um, from the latest collection, which was gorgeous. And it had a lot of details, lots of metallic details
1: and things. And did that dictate the look that you did, like the makeup look? Like Definitely. Were, yeah. And what was the day like? Like, do you set your alarm for five o'clock in the morning? Or like, are you with her all day? Like, what would, what is a day in the life of like... Like the pre-Met stuff. I mean, everyone's talking about it that whole day. People are watching, like, you know, Instagram live. Like, it's a whole, it's a frenzy throughout the whole day. It's a a frenzy. God, it really
2: is. It's a frenzy in our world, too, because it's like maybe you'll have more than one client you have to go to and you have to find out the ones at the Greenwich and ones at the Carlisle. Now
1: that the day is over, where did you guys get ready?
2: The Carlisle. Okay. Which is great because it's really, really close to the Met and. There was a um, Louis Vuitton sort of reception area at the Gagosian that across the street, so it was like all of the uh, Louis Vuitton there was a photo shoot and all this stuff. so we just crossed the street. Did, did that. they have lunch
1: for you? Like was it? <laughs> no, like... but they did have caviar, and I
2: was all fashion about it. It was so unappetizing. Lunch. Yeah, it was like little bites. Nothing like there wasn't lunch. like
1: a nice spread for you and Emma. It was pre-cocktail. <laughs> ca- it was
0: cocktail
2: like kind of vibe. That sounds horrible.
1: I feel, I feel like people don't know like what's the last
0: minute you get your hands on your client before she's like on the red carpet, carpet getting photographed. Like. Is, could it be 3 hours in advance or is it like 5 minutes before
2: No it well I mean it could be I guess in the worst case scenario where I would be panicking or something that would be a terrible terrible thing but I think um you know in the case of le- last night we had this sort of cocktail moment happen in a photo shoot with all of the all of the uh Louis Vuitton um uh, girls all of the all of the and boys there's a couple boys too mm-hmm. um and so there was this and then and then she left so I had like you know I saw her probably within 45 minutes of her being on the carpet so I could say touched her 45 minutes before
1: did you send her off
2: with a lipstick yes what was it? It was um, a velvet lip glide in swing, which I don't think's from out from Nars. Yet. They're not out yet. It's Nars, yeah. It's they're oh, brand new. Of course, she gets the new new. I get to even test out, out all the new new, which is one of the best parts of my role. <laughs> now,
1: there. were you checking Instagram to see what other people looked like, what their looks were? I kind of got to
2: see what other people were looking at like, because I was in the lobby of the Carlisle, which I saw like. <gasps> Um, tons of people. And then I saw, like when I was prom. with like all of the Louis Vuitton people, so I saw like all the other teams of artists. Who? And I, Tell us. And Michelle Williams and Jennifer Connolly and Alicia Vikander. Oh, and, chic, chic, and Chicer And Riley Keough, who's another one of my clients. So it's like a really nice. Kind of fun, little. That was so a great who crowd. Won. Yeah, who, like who? Who
1: were some who of your won favorites? What Met Gala. Yeah, like <laughs> what were you talking about besides Emma? Who were your faves? I mean, for me, I mean, I know I'm
2: partial because Fiona is my good friend, but I thought Lily Collins was beyond. She did uh, amazing makeup. I mean, it was so stunning. Goth it was princess. Gasp! Stunning.
1: I feel like she's the only one of the like top five. And Jen and I were like talking about this a little bit. Like last it was no, this morning I was like last night. This is like it's all blurry. Yeah. Um. People had some really interesting interpretations of the theme. Really? Yes. that For is For those true. who don't know, the theme was, that was what that was is the true. theme? It was it, heavenly, heavenly, heavenly Bodies, bodies which was really the Catholic Catholicism. Catholicism
2: and the influence on fashion throughout you know, history, And which was, I thought, really a fascinating subject.
1: But I, I think there were some creative interpretations <laughs> that got a little <laughs> Halloween-y at least. sometimes. It got a little like, which religion are we interpreting? Yes. And some people showed up in, in an LBD. It was like it was all over the place. I mean, Solange had
2: Florida water she was carrying with her. She there was like all kinds of interesting stuff going on. What (laughs) Hmm? Florida? Yeah, it's like a there. She had it in a little pouch. It's like. you have to. You should Google it. It's interesting. She carries it with her, supposedly every
0: carpet.
1: What I've is heard. Florida water? Is, it, is she it's,
0: drinking it, or is she making a statement yeah. about how Florida's going under because of global warming? <laughs> no. You never know with artists these days. <laughs> it's it's Rachel Goodwin good is googling flour, Florida water yeah, for it's, us right it's, now. It's,
2: I don't want to. I don't want to butcher it. Okay. Okay. This Urban important. Dictionary. It's it's like um.
0: While she looks that up, can I just say Zendaya was my favorite? Oh, that she, I was love was that? Awesome. I felt like she like, yeah. She that was great. That Mark. was theatrical. Well the I way thought it was beautiful. Too. She was in character. Yeah, she gave
1: face And she time. did
2: really minimal makeup, and her hair was really simple, and the clothes but, really spoke. I thought it was very modern. It was like modern, Joan of cool. Arc, she
1: wasn't wearing makeup. Yeah, it was, it, was, like, it, was, it, was it was
2: super cool. She's so cool. Yeah. That
0: was so great. What, so what's Florida water?
2: It's an American version of eau de cologne or cologne water. It has the same citrus basis as cologne water, but shifts the emphasis to sweet orange rather than lemon and neroli on... Adds spice notes, including lavender and clove, and the name refers to the fabled Fountain of Youth,
0: which was said to be located in okay. Florida. Is this branded?
1: I don't know. I what other Solange.
0: looks did you like? I'm sure all your makeup artist friends were there doing class. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Any others stood out to you?
2: I mean, I really thought – I thought Diane Kruger looked so cool. I loved I loved her, like, drama with the headdress thing. Yeah. Um, I thought – I mean, Rihanna looked – like she was totally like queen cool of the, and amazing. Like queen, right. And bleached her brows. And like she just looks so I I loved it. Um, who else? I mean, I think I think there wasn't I I actually can't believe I'm saying this because I I kind of haven't been like I'm I i do not want to sound terrible, but I haven't really been feeling too much Madonna in the recent years, but I thought Madonna was in her element and this oh, was it. Yes. Like I can't even tell you, like the, to see her like in her element like that in Gautier was was bringing me ray of light vibes. I was like loving it, so that was cool. Did you
1: see the performance? I
2: saw bits on Instagram, and yeah. it was ch- giving me chills. So that was really. Unbelievable. I was. I kind of just. Yeah, I. I can't believe. It, I, I. I think I
0: it. got a tip from her, which is this: I'm going to just adopt a veil <laughs> after a certain age. <laughs>
2: so what did you guys know. think of Cara Delevingne's like? Thing that was hanging out. Did
0: she down. have like a, like a latex bald head on and then painted? No. What
2: Mara, was that? Mara, my friend Mara did her hair. I don't know. It was like more of like a... Rozak, that's, right? Yeah, Mara yeah. Roszak. So she did her hair. I don't know what was going on with the hair. I think was just her hair, but like pink.
0: Oh, because she has then, short hair now. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: But then this piece had these like, you know, this as Dior, it was just this really dramatic headpiece, but um that was over the the face that I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. It's like netted or
1: something. Yeah. Right. It was yeah. almost like, it of like armor.
2: Yes. I mean that was there was a theme going on with that. A lot of headdresses.
1: Yeah. There was a lot of headdresses. Yes. I I don't know, car gelaving's so gorgeous. She's I wouldn't so cool. cover that up if yeah. I looked like
0: her. <laughs> the takeaway maybe that like headdresses are back. Who knows? You do yeah, way more than... I would be mad about that. <laughs> you do more than Met Gala, though. You do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Can you tell us, like, let's back up a little bit. What was your very first job in the makeup industry?
2: <laughs> I don't even know if I would call it the industry, per
0: se.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <But> <laughs> I grew up in the Bay Area. I grew up in uh, right outside of San Francisco, and... Um, when i when i started my journey i i was so like i was at the opera i was working at the opera house and i was taking classes and at, at the college local like college and i was just trying to figure out my friend called me and said at sf state there was this like you know thing pinned to the board just saying like looking for a makeup artist for this and you know low budget film we can't you know no money but we'll buy you your kit like we'll purchase all of the what you need for your kit and i was like Um, sign me up. You know, Mm -hmm. so I called this number and they called me back. And basically the next thing I know I was at Kryolan, which is like a, you know, company, a stage makeup company buying an entire kit of makeup, which I had none of. So at the time it was, seemed like a fantastic idea because it got me sort of established with an actual makeup kit. Were you in art school? Like, did you have an art background? I did not have an art background in the sense that I didn't have a formal art background. But, But like, why did
1: you respond to this makeup artist? Well, I was already
2: trying to be a makeup artist. I was was working at the San Francisco Opera. I was already... Oh, so
1: you were were doing makeup. Yeah, I I was,
2: you know, I was trying to find the way into whatever that looked like. And... That was my first opportunity that came and I just jumped on it. And then I was doing that for a few months and then I realized, oh, I'm not meant to do, I'm definitely not going to be a mortician and I'm definitely not going to work on films. So that was kind of my first foray into, but I was a goth. So I kind of knew a lot about like goth makeup mm-hmm. and like, you know, that sort of thing. So it, that ended up stretch. benefiting me. Yeah. It yeah. worked
0: out. Now you're with NARS, right? Yes. So how, how's that work? What's your job? What do you do with the company? <laughs>
2: It's so exciting! I'm so excited about it. I mean, good brand, nicely done. Yeah, I mean, I I had spent you know almost 12 years with Chanel, um, um, and it was an incredible journey. And I and I was so so lucky to have had that relationship for as long as I did. It was really, I know those things are so rare. Um, and they're such an iconic brand. And then I was, uh, this opportunity came and it scared me. And then I ended up just jumping because I thought, oh my God, this might be the brand, you know, in my mind, it was like a color line. And for me, color has always been my language. I like love color. It speaks to me. And NARS to me was this, the philosophy of the color idea, it just lured me over. It was like this whole, uh. It was like a treasure chest of goodness that I was going to get to open. So I took the leap, and what that was 2016, right? Yeah. So it's, this is my second year, and I'm I am I'm involved in all sorts of um, things with the brand, which is something that I, I wanted for a very long time was to be involved in education and to be a conduit for artistry. Like I'm I'm out there with speaking to artists and connecting artists to the brand. I get to be in product development. I get to Um, do shoots and videos and and education, all of this stuff that I just enjoy so, so much. So it's not just
0: like they stock your kit, off you go, do your clients.
2: No, God, no. I have an incredible role with the brand that has been so fulfilling for me. Um, And I hope to you know, get to explore even more things because they're, they're the, this kind of brand that's like, it's a younger, it's young, it's a young line and it has so much potential to do change their way there of thinking. But I, what I love about it is that it's about expression, it's about character, it's about authenticity and it's about color. And so all of those things are, like, it's just where I'm meant to be.
0: I feel like you bring artistry from, like, a lot of different places, not just the beauty world, into the looks you create. One of your
1: inspirations seems to be maybe ice cream. It is. What's up with that? that. Jen told me about this. I'm very excited.
2: (laughs) I haven't. I feel really bad because I feel like I've not done, you know, I used to, I had a separate um, Instagram account called The Sunday Times. And I started it when I was... How'd you get that handle? I know, right? I was Good. so I, oh, excited. Oh, the
1: Sunday, like, like E-A-E. Yeah. Oh, okay. like ice cream Sunday. Still, that's really Still, cute. right?
2: I was shocked that they had it. So the Sunday Times was my ice cream only Because I needed to curb it on my regular Instagram. Because it's like, needs <laughs> to be more about stand beauty. Breast, stand yeah. brand. Um. So when I was, you know, when I had my second child, I had some time off. And I was like, I was obviously... I, I mean... I had more time to focus on it, and I haven't been focusing on it in the last, like, six months, so it's kind of just dead in the water, but I should get back to it.
1: (laughs) So, but tell us, so, I mean, I'm going to get into this when I leave, but, like, what, was it just, like, Sundays you made? Did you go to different ice cream places? Sundays for me,
2: or just ice cream in general, is a really core passion because my grandmother and I used to eat ice cream together since the time I was a very, I can remember And so my parents owned this restaurant for a brief period in Florida and when I was like about three or four, and we had an ice cream counter. And so my grandma was supposed to be selling ice cream, but she was just feeding it to me and like we were making no money. So I essentially have this very sort of, you know, really beautiful memories of of connection and family and ice cream. And it started from, from an early age. So when I when I started doing like, you know, when I I just have always found ways to find the best ice cream, no matter where I go. And that's kind of how the Sunday Times was born.
1: Favorite ice cream in New York?
2: Hmm, I'm kind of in an Odd Fellows moment. I still love just going to the, you know. The Bodega and getting Yeah. It. Um.
0: Tell us, what else is in your kit? I'm not going to make you yeah. open up and look, but no. some other favorites. You're like an eight-hour cream fan, I've heard.
1: Major. I will never yeah. go
2: anywhere without that. But where
1: do you put Like, how do you use it? It
2: depends on the job, honestly. If I'm like, it could be literally all over the face, or it could be on the body, or whatever. It's just about the way that it photographs and the way okay. that it looks. It's a very specific way it picks up light. And for whatever reason, it, nothing else Even if you use just Vaseline, doesn't do it. It's like, okay, it's perfect.
1: Is there a product that you feel women are not using, like a category, something that's a little underused? I was thinking about that
2: when I when I saw that. I was like, oh God, what? It feels like they're using everything right now, but <laughs> they're, they're using it restraint. all at once. They one? need to use more. Restraint. Yeah. <laughs> they're using everything at once. Um, I was thinking about this, and I don't know if you think this is insane, but I think they need to re-examine lip liner. I think we need to talk about lip liner again. Like to do to, to to actually start using it using it again. It again. I think
1: were just talking about it. I either. think it
2: got thrown under the bus because it was abused, you know, which is gonna what's gonna happen with what's happening now. And then we'll walk away from that too and we'll come to it. it's like the pendulum mm-hmm. swings, right? Right. So spice was revered. It was like the was, Mac it, lip liner. Was, yeah, yeah, and then we abused it to death. We did horrible things to our faces with it and we just Threw it away. Right. But, but it's, it's creeping back in now. It's creeping back in. And I think there's a new approach. I've always used it. I never stopped using lip liner because there is, for a makeup artist, for me as, as like a makeup artist, I use it in ways that maybe like women wouldn't use it. But I use it to keep lipstick on for red carpet. Like I'll use an entire, you know, I'll cover the entire lip with like a neutral pencil. I'll buff it with a Q-tip and then I'll put like, a, I'll blot it, put a little bit of powder and then I'll apply lipstick. And mm. that is like that is that gloss that lips, that lip color is not moving. It's literally going to stay that way. If you just use a neutral or like a rosy shade, that's a great way to use it. But if you use one to just clean up lines, you can use it to fix things. You can use it to fill in that little gap that you get when you wear uh, a lipstick. Yeah. Like there's like ways she's pointing to the center of the mouth. You know when the yeah. center gets like mm-hmm. a little like Eaten in a way. Yeah. You can just take your lip liner at the same color and put it and then you don't have to reapply the whole thing. So there's a lot of ways to use it that are actually genius and that makeup artists do all the time. But women just ran away from lip liner like it was like, <laughs> they were like, we're never looking back, Spice. We never want to see you again.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much you. for having me, you
2: guys. This is so fun.
0: Time to raise the wall. Feeling very religious because of the Met Gala. Was that like a choir? That did you like so that? There's
1: so much good content from the Met Gala right now.
0: I know. Also, everybody told me I've been so loud on the podcast. I'm trying to bring it down a okay. little bit.
1: What are you raising a wand to? Okay. So the other week I went with Jeff to the uh, L'Oreal company store. Oh, your husband? Now that you're married, you're allowed to get access to the company store. (laughs) Yes. They wouldn't (laughs) let me in until we were officially married. And? And, you know, we get a lot of, you and I, we get a lot of access to products but we see mostly new launches. You know, like we're rarely looking at like the gamut of very good point. This yes. is what's out. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is the the breadth of one brand's product. Yes. So not that the L'Oreal company store has every single L'Oreal owned product, but I kind of like it was like a good refresher. Yes. And I dipped into the L'Oreal. Um, lipstick Trove. I forgot how much I love the L'Oreal Color Reach lipsticks. I've loved them since, these were like one of my entry the level. The scent of those is like. Mm-hmm. That's it's what like, I, really? That's why I said as we were walking at the elevator Let bank. you smell it right now. Yeah, I was like, smell
0: this, Jeff. I'm it like, reminds me of just like, I don't know. just
1: Teenagehood.
0: Like loving beauty and. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Right? It brings me back. It's yeah. like vanilla, waxy. They haven't changed it.
1: Yeah. Oh. It's so, like van- is, it, is it vanilla? I can't. I think it's vanilla. Oh, my gosh. With God. like a floral undertone, maybe. It's so fabulous. So I, you know, you can't try them on because it's in not. In the company store, yeah. <laughs> um, I got this color. I was like, there's something about this color that's speaking to me. It's called Volcanic. Honestly, if I saw that in the tube, I'd be like,
0: a grandma in Florida is going to buy it. But now it's on your lips, and it is just lovely. It's so good. I think the trick is that you're sort of dabbing it into your lip and pressing the color in. Instead of like sliding the corally pink of it all mm-hmm. over, it's like a stick You're using it like a stain.
1: I've gotten a lot of compliments. It's yeah, it's a it's a coral pink, and it's so creamy. There's no like trendy finish to it. It's just like a hibiscus flower almost. Mm -hmm. Oh,
0: I went there. It's
1: beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful, and it's very hydrating, moisturizing, stays on for a long time. But it's by no means a matte, and it's under ten dollars. I mean, I got mine for a song, but um, on. Like, on the internet, I found it everywhere from $5 to $9. And those last. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Volcanic. Very nice. Um, so my legs are on display, right? Mm-hmm. It's
0: summertime. And I have an issue with scars. I've played every sport under the sun. I've had, like, 42 surgeries on my legs and arms over God. the years. So also with age, like, I feel like... It's not that my knees are getting saggier, they're just getting like veinier looking. Not varicose veins, but like the color of, you know, I don't tan anymore. Right. The color of like my veins comes through. This is all adding up to I need body makeup. I'm not even gonna pretend. People call it like liquid stockings or like a self tanner spray or blah blah. No, girl, I wear body makeup when I wear a skirt. Have it on today. Even. Um, Yeah, because the self tanner, then you have to think about it and maybe it'll get streaking, Mm -hmm. whatever. So I have tried every single one of these products that are these wash off leg coloring products. A lot of them transfer. That's a big issue. Um, my old school favorite, and I still like it, is the Sally Hansen Airbrush Legs. Mm-hmm. That's a classic. But the one I've been using this season, which I want to raise a wand to, is Wonderskin. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen this? It's like a silvery tube. No, it looks cool. It's 29 bucks, but let me tell you, this tube will last you all summer. It's not just like a bronzer, because it doesn't like make your legs look bronze. It's just like a light diffuser. It's almost like it has a teeny tiny shimmer, but they don't look sparkly. It's just sort of like it's like a, bur- a blur. It has a texture. Of like a priming, pore perfecting kind of product. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't know how they got it in a tube that big for twenty nine bucks, but you put it all over your legs, you wait like two minutes, then you skim a towel over it to make sure it's transfer proof, wow. and it always is. And then you have like lovely looking legs. Oh, all I have day. to try this Wonder Skin. Um, so I'll put a link on the blog, and you guys should check it out if your legs are veiny and scarred like mine.
1: Fab. Thank you so much for listening. We're growing because of people like you, telling your friends and fam and all that. But if you really wanna help us out, which would be amazing, please go over to iTunes and write us a little review or just throw us some stars. Five please, that would be incredible.
0: And if you wanna know where to find any of the people or places or things we talked about, go to fatmascara.com and check out our blog. You can follow us on all the social channels, at fatmascara or email us at info at fatmascara.com.
1: Will even read your letters on the air so profesh so profesh